think networking is essential to the work that I've done. It's the capital that I have in, in the work that I've done. And it's about relationships. It's about long-term trust. Welcome to Mitten Money, delivering insights from Michigan-based business leaders, big and small. William Zank, host of Mitten Money at TriStar Trust, loves nothing more than creating this masterclass so that you can get insight to guide your leadership journey in just under 30 minutes. Subscribe today and connect with William at mittenmoney.com. What's going on, everyone? You're listening to another episode of Mid Money. I think something in business that we all can agree upon is the power of networking. Not only the benefits from knowing more people, but also the opportunities that can come from it. While it seems easy enough to do, it can oftentimes be hard or challenging to do it successfully. As such, I invited on TriStar's own Andy Bethune to chat with me today about this. He has used networking extensively throughout his own career and shares many great tips that anyone can use. So welcome, Andy, to Mitten Money. In doing research for the podcast, Andy, I noticed that you've had success in many jobs that you've had, whether that's been assisting in the development of the Sawmill Golf Club or helping raise millions of dollars for SVSU. And so in your opinion, how did networking help you out within your own career? I think networking is essential to the work that I've done. It's the capital that I have in, in the work that I've done. And it's it's about relationships. It's about long-term trust with people that that are a big part of not only any success that I might have had, but surrounding yourself with people who are successful in their different worlds and people who can kind of come together to help make everything around you better. I think that that's really the idea of networking. It's not just for yourself. It's really for, you know, it's for building community. It's a big picture kind of mindset. And when you're looking at all of the the different people in our community that you can be connected to, I've tried to expand that as much as I can so that I've had a broad range of of friendships and mentorships and anyone who I felt like was kind of rowing in the same direction as me. That's very special. And so I know for a lot of people and possibly yourself too, networking may seem easy. So what things do you try and focus on to make it easier for yourself? Networking is about the person you're networking with and not about yourself. So I found it enjoyable to learn about people and I'm very curious. I'm a curious person. So learning someone's story is really important in networking because it's really not about that time that you're with someone. It's about the next time you're with someone. And it's forming a relationship by knowing who they are. And so when you begin networking, and I've seen this, you know, like chamber meetings and things like that, where maybe you're new in town and, you know, you're trying to get to know people. Well, you get to know people by learning about them. And in turn, they will learn about you. And it takes time. And that's the other part that's challenging is that good networking takes time. And it has to be meaningful. And it's not something where how many hands can you shake and business cards can you hand out in a day? It's how many genuine relationships can you develop by really, truly getting to know someone and getting to know their story. So if I'm hearing this right, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you can almost relate it back to almost planting a seed. And so you wouldn't want to necessarily cultivate that plant, for lack of better words, too early on in that relationship. But you want to see that prosper and grow and with enough attention and time, it can grow into something pretty meaningful. Yeah. And I think that's nothing more special than when you see that person the next time and maybe they shared a story about that weekend was they were going out of town to see their 
you know, child at college or that their their little one had a soccer game or something like that. And and if you can say, how's your daughter's soccer team doing? Those are the kinds of things where people say, well, geez, they're, they're listening to me because as humans, it's really important to us to know that people care about us and that, that people are acknowledging us. It's just a, a human function. And when, when you can affirm that, that's a great way of building a meaningful network. Of course, you know, that makes a lot of good sense. And so how would you recommend people be prepared for a potential event? And so as you mentioned earlier, let's just go mention if you were trying to get ready for a potential Chamber of Commerce meeting and you were brand new in town, how would you prepare for that? Would there be people that you were looking to possibly get in contact with before the event or people that you're looking out for to talk with at that next upcoming event? I think that's a great question, Will. And I think that, you know, if you just show up to things, you know, there's there's a lot to be gained from just showing up. But if you show up and you're prepared, it can do a lot more for you. And what I mean by that is when when you're going to a, a function, ask the questions ahead of time to yourself. What's this function all about? Why are they doing it? Who's planning it? Why is it important to our community? Ask those questions because there's a reason why we have programming from all these different entities and they're trying to get a message across and then find out who are the key players here? Who are the people that are integral to making these events happen and what's their role? And so when you identify the the who, what, why, when, how, all those different questions, then you'll see the network at that event in action in a different way. And it, what it will do is allow you to kind of tune into the people who are planning the event, the people that where this is meaningful to them. And it may be a way for you to connect with them just by understanding why it is this program is taking place to begin with. Sure. And I think a point can also be made too, if you attend event and you're specifically looking to go talk to with certain people, but maybe it's a little disingenuous for yourself. If you're just trying to go to that event you really don't have a reason for being there. It could be a charity function or it could be something else to where while you could be interested in talking with the people, I think people could almost sniff out if someone wasn't being honest or truthful with themselves and they're being a little salesy, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, you know, for example, this week is Delta's Chocolate Affair. If you were to happen to go to the Chocolate Affair, I would think that you would understand why, you know, the, it's the possible dream. And what's the possible dream? Well, it's about scholarships for kids. Well, okay, now, now you, you kind of get why you're going there and what it's all about. Well, who's in charge of this? Well, the foundation is. And who's in charge of the foundation? Pam Clark is. Well, okay, these are the kinds of things where you get there and you understand what's going on. And so when you meet someone from Delta, you can say, wow, you know, this is impressive. How many scholarships have you, you know, been able to offer through this program over the, you know, many years? And, and it tunes you in. And people like that. People like to know that you're tuned in. So why do you think people skip out on events that incorporate networking? Do you think there's almost a sense of if people were to go walk into a big room, they don't know where to start and it could strike some fear into people? I would imagine that's true. It can be overwhelming. And that's why... You know, where we started out was trying to, maybe it's just one person that you have a, an interaction with, but it is overwhelming. And, you know, some people aren't as comfortable in big crowds and meeting a stranger is is not comfortable for some people. I'm really comfortable in groups and I don't know why it's just the way I was wired, but some people aren't. And I don't know how to help them through that other than to say, maybe just instead of looking at it as a big group, 
look at it as one person and find one person that you know you might have a you know, positive interaction with because at the end of the day really it's all about one-on-one relationships oh, of course no i i couldn't agree more and so for someone looking to practice on their own skills so let's just pick on that example you're mentioning earlier let's say someone would be or would have more success talking with one person at a time compared to trying to talk within a group what are some p- potential training options you know i know that dale carnegie's out there and i've gone through the training myself it's worked wonders but would you recommend possibly anything else? I can imagine there's a lot of good resources for people out there. Well, I think mentoring is important. And if you are uncomfortable or you're trying to get to know people, you're new in town, or maybe you're just new in your career, go to these events with somebody. Go with somebody who has a network and ask them to help you because there's a lot of people out there that are willing to help. And you know what? All you have to do is ask them. So, you know, for example, if you're here at TriStar, if, you know, there's a young professional who's just getting started and they went to see Kristen or Jean or Anthony or Pavel or any any of our team and said, hey, I'd like to go to this event, but I don't really know anyone. Would would it be okay if, if I went with you? That's a really good way to get started because there's no doubt that you're going to have a deeper conversation with that mentor about how to develop relationships. And you're going to be comfortable because you'll be with someone. Sure, that makes sense. And I think too, having that, for lack of better words, that buddy system too, I think it can help alleviate a lot of potential stress, especially if you're heading into a type of event where you might not feel the most comfortable. So I appreciate you touching on that. And so now time for our lightning round of questions. And so Andy, what would you say is your most important daily habit? Praying, period. What's your favorite TV or streaming show you're currently watching or have recently? Ted Lasso. I miss it. Can't wait for the next episode to come out. But yeah, that's been fun to watch. I have never seen an episode series or something like that to mix so many really good characteristics of a show, whether it's humor, real life lessons. There's also like some sports action within it, too. And so I couldn't I couldn't agree enough with that show, too. I really do enjoy it. If you could be remembered for just one thing, Andy, what would it be? Helping people. Anything more specific? And so helping people as it relates to people's careers with their lives or anything more specific or just as a broad reach? When I was a little kid, my dad told me that I was put on earth for only one reason. That was to help other people. Now, that sounds that sounds pretty big when you're 10 years old. But what it meant was about not being selfish. And I've been plenty selfish in my life. I lived a lot, big portion of my life for myself. And as I've gotten older, I've realized that helping other people is is way more important than helping myself. Because if you do help others, you really do help yourself. So if I could be remembered for one thing, it's just that I helped somebody. I either put a smile on their face or made their life a little bit better. I'd say that I made plenty of mistakes along the way, but I've really been intentional about this as I've gotten older. That's wonderful. And so for those people who want to learn more about yourself, what are some good resources for the listeners out there? I'm pretty available. And I'm, I'm pretty approachable. So if there's anything that someone thought I could help them with, send me an email. Give me a call. I'm easier to find than I am to avoid. That's great. And thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Min Money. Please don't forget to follow our podcast so you don't miss when new episodes drop. Thanks, Andy. All right. Thanks, Will. You've been listening to Mitten Money, sponsored by TriStar Trust. Subscribe to the podcast and learn more about how William and the TriStar Trust team can guide your small business at TriStarTrust.com.